blossoming, blossoming moment. A warm welcome, everyone, to Today I'm Alive. I'm your host, Margaret Aberdeen. Oh, I'm so overzealous with excitement to introduce Siobhan Imin Prentice. Siobhan is a Reiki practitioner, womb goddess, practicing shamanism through song, healing, and shamanic practices. She takes women on deep journeys within and creates safety, sisterhood, and sacred spaces for women to come together through her womb ceremonies. Oh, Siobhan practices what she preaches. She had symptoms of endometria cysts and has been through sexual trauma and has healed this naturally and wants to share to help other women. Oh, welcome, welcome, Siobhan. It's a great, great honor to have you on the show today. Hi, Margaret. Nice to meet you again. Oh, great, great. Yes. Well, before we go, in, um, yes, you know, I just want to let the listeners know, I attended one of Siobhan's sessions recently, and wow, 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 I was roped in as she uses Turkish belly dancing, African songs and drumming to help release trauma and ancestral blockages. And she also used movements and song through encouraging women to speak their truth and sing, making songs to release, feel, be seen and heard. You know, that night I went to sleep, Siobhan, I slept like a newborn baby. And I woke up the following morning with such great, you know, like I felt really refreshed and revitalized. So it really, really enhanced, you know, how, how I felt with after attending your um, your event that night. So before we kicked in, I just want to ask you, Siobhan, is there anything else you would like to, you know, share with the audience um, before we go into your story, et cetera, like how you started, you know, because... I read some of your background and you seem to have quite a lot of diversity like social care, education with youths, et cetera. So I think it would be really lovely to hear what you've done before and how this came into your vision for you to be doing what, what you're doing now. So the floor is yours. Thank you. So I started from when I was 14 working with children um, in a nursery and then through me leaving school, going into college at 16. Um, I was working part-time in retail, but I also was studying in childcare. So I went into schools there, um, decided to move on and spread my wings, studying psychology because I wanted to understand my little brother more. So I studied psychology and I was practicing being a counsellor um, mm-hmm. whilst on my psychology degree, also still working in some of the schools, doing ad hoc and in women's refuges um, and then I learned a lot from the women especially in the women's refuge at that time what is really that really sort of gave you that um I don't know sensitive or ignited to propel you to go into doing what you're doing now because just as you said the way you just really getting in touch with the feminine energy the feminine side of a woman I mean I was there and I saw and felt what I felt, you know, and this is why I thought it was very important to have you on, on Today I'm Alive because, you know, just getting to understand that bit, you know, with your brother, et cetera, and then coming now to that part of your life where you found something inside of you that was really sort of saying, let me out, let me get into what you're doing now. What actually, when did that actually pinpoint, when that happened? I would say that 
where I'm, what's brought me to today is that the traumas within myself and what I've seen within the women and how I've suppressed my own sexual trauma, which happened more in my 20s, right. um, brought me to a place of I can't hold this in no more. Okay. So when I have recently started to share that experience and the different experiences, how it's affected me, how I don't feel comfortable um, when it comes to, you know, certain situations, especially if it's sexual intimacy or um, just things I know that needs more work and more attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pain that I was feeling all these years in my womb um, was suppressed by the doctors, in my personal opinion, because they put me on the pill at 16 when I was having severe symptoms of pain, which in this day and age would be classed as endometriosis or, you know, a thyroid or a cyst. And they said, I'll just take the pill, just take the pill, take the pill. And now I've had a huge spiritual awakening and which started around, um, I'd say 2018, late 2018, 19, which was when it hugely happened. And I started tapping more into shamanism and shamanic work. But I've always loved Pocahontas and I didn't know that that resided in me anyway. Mm. So all my childhood favorite movies to Free Willy, you know, there was a Red Indian and he helped Free Willy back to the water. I realized that all of these films were clues. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just said uh, um, something there about having the cramps during menstruation where the, I cannot pronounce that word very properly, um, endometriosis, that's what they call it. I just had a doctor on last week. She was talking about that. So here you are now, you know, talking about this. It's really something I'm getting to know how when women go into like menstruation, they just think it's cramps as a normal pain for the for the uh, for the woman, but not realizing it's something that really needs paying attention, needs to be come out more and spoken about. So it's amazing that you know um, the doctor I had on my show last week spoke about that. It's the first time I've heard about, it. and here you now sharing that. So this is what sort of helped you to realize there was something more than what, you know, the doctor said within you that's creating that pain for you to really sort, sort of investigate to find out what it's all about. Is that how it went, um, Siobhan? Well, yeah, because what it was about, I would say six years ago, six, seven years ago, I came off the pill and I noticed that was when the next spiritual massive awakening happened for me as a woman and other women I've spoken to and worked with, because when you are on the pill, it's suppressing the divine feminine, it's suppressing the hormones. So when you come off of it, um, you know, naturally our ancient wisdom, our ancestors knew their moon cycle. Yes. You know, was so connected to their, to their body, to their mind, to their spirit, that they knew when they were coming on. They knew how to, um, you know, allow their sexual time that they're having or whatever it was to say okay well I'm coming on at this time and I'm flowing off this at this time and you know I'm ovulating at this time so Mm. this is when I'm more likely to get pregnant um so what I realized was when I came off that pill that my body was releasing whatever that pill has in it oh because the pill has side effects which is not spoken about enough in my personal opinion which a lot of people don't want to talk about or address because it affects the medical system right whereas I've come to a place where my spirit's always not wanted to take medication because I believe that we can heal thyself and once you know thyself only you know how to fully do that no matter what outside sources say you know nobody can measure the pain you're going through where it's coming ultimately we all know deep down when we tune into self and 
what I realized was when I came off the pill, I was so connected to my divine feminine that I, there was no way that I could possibly go back on the pill because now my womb speaks to me. When you connect more of your womb space, your sacral chakra space is where your mm-hmm. is an energy field, which you, if you're a man or a woman you have, but in the womb space itself, the more you hold your womb and you talk to her and you say stuff like, you know, what am I holding? Yes. Um, eventually she'll respond because we haven't been taught how to sit with the divine feminine because we live in a very masculine world. Yes. And the divine feminine is time to rise. It's time to awaken. It's rising of the phoenix. You know, we're all here. We, we are Mother Earth because no one can actually control Mother Earth because Mother Earth has her own rhythm and her own frequency and vibration. And it's the same with us as women. And it's time for us to speak our truth and to help our ancestors. And so with being said with what, you, what you've asked me is that after all of that, um, I basically went through some severe stress with my living situation and um, just stress within the women in my family and not feeling safe and not feeling comfortable and the toxicity between all of them. As much as I love my family, mm-hmm. um, I realized that there's severe, deep, wounded um, sisterhood issues within my family because I'm seeing the patterns, you yes. know, the way my family are with each other, the way, um, you know, it's learned behavior, it's taught behavior, especially in Turkish culture. They love to have a chat. They love to sit around and talk about nonsense yes, to, yes. Some, to some degree, <laughs> you know, um, and then like, talk about this one, talk about that one. Actually, it's unhealthy. And what that does is it destroys the divine feminine within all of us because together we need, we need to come together. And where I was carrying so many secrets within my womb, I realized that I was getting this severe pain and being stressed. I was throwing up. I couldn't plan anything. Yes. Um, I felt embarrassed with my friends. They would say to me, I want the 17th of June, come to this, to this event. But I couldn't plan it because I don't know if I'm going to be thrown up, be mm-hmm. hot or cold. The doctors don't know what to do. They're telling me they want me to have, um, you know, a potential operation that the endometriosis mm-hmm. can grow, not just only in your womb, but, in your heart, in all over your body, it can also come back if they remove it. So in my body, I was like, so you're not even sure if I have it. Mm-hmm. You want me to, um, I'm only 30 years old. You know, I've never had an internal scan. I had all of that. It was so uncomfortable, especially because of my sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. And they're very rough to some extent. Not all of them, but it's uncomfortable. And what I realized in that time was that my body and my soul was telling me, Siobhan, you can heal this. You know what this is. It's the relationships you're holding on to. It's you not speaking your truth, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Well, I, I felt something with that um, coming to the event that um, you know, I recently did, how all of us like, came together and really felt, you know, that feminine energy really going into ourselves and just the sounds and the movement. I mean, it was so, so releasing. I think I, I mentioned to you, I saw a vision of where I was, you know, from the first event. I saw something with a group of women, like what I did coming to your um, event, and all of us just letting ourselves go stamping, you know, shouting, singing. And this was so magnificent for what you're saying, that we women, we do need to howl like world. We do need to, because we have such emotions in us, you know, with the estrogen. So what you're saying there really, really reflects that women, we need to really stop and look within ourselves. So I just thought I would share that because you're really saying certain things that we need to know. We need to voice these things and not keep suppressing it and not just gossiping and 
talking about each other, you know? So I just felt that a very, very powerful um, awareness that you're sharing here with me today, um, Siobhan. So yes, please continue from, you know, what you feel in your heart and your soul to say. <laughs> yes, thank you. So yeah, and also I just feel that um, what a lot of the endometriosis um, was doing to my body was actually showing me what needs to be released. So I actually thank the endometriosis because when you're in a space where, you know, doctors are just placing fear on you, fear, 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 fear. Oh, well, you know, I was told I'm going to be infertile. I was told, um, you know, that basically you are incurable. And then I got told they're not even sure if I have it. So it's like, well, make up your mind. Which one is it? And then I just went with, do you know what? I'm an, I'm an intuitive woman. I've done so much spiritual work on myself. I've surrendered. I'm so connected to my divine feminine more than ever. Mm-hmm. And I can heal this. And my spirit said to me, you need to change what you're eating. Right. So I started to change. I don't have red meat. I don't have dairy. Because all of these things have estrogen in it or injected stuff in it. That's, you know inhumane to some extent yes, yes. and that adds to fibroids it adds to inflammation it allows things to grow within the body so it's not just a thing of i have fibroids i have endometriosis i have this and that um i'm just gonna i'm just not gonna eat meat no it's a journey with self you have to trust surrender mm-hmm. listen to yourself know that you can heal for yourself and fully be consistent and commit to self if you don't have those things, then it's not gonna you're not it's not gonna shift because mm-hmm. it can it can be released. The body can self-heal. There's things that science has done but can't prove because it's beyond science. And I'm here to tell you that I'm a walking proof of that. I don't have that pain no more. I don't throw up no more. And this has been through even um a spiritual parasite removal that I had, wow. which really helped me. Sound healing, shamanic drumming, it drums, it, it brings up the trauma. Um, yes. It releases it. You know, the frequency of the drum, it helps bring up stagnation of emotion. So sometimes all of these different symptoms is because we're carrying our mum's pain. We're carrying our grandmother's pain. We're carrying the sexual abuse of five generations after us, wow. you know, yes. um, that no one was speaking about. And what I really learned with my womb is that When you're not speaking your truth, your sacral chakra becomes blocked as well as your throat chakra because they're in alignment. It's like an arrow. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. throat chakra is the arrow pointing up and then you've got a pointing arrow down, which is the sacral chakra. So if you're holding on to an emotion, say it's um, shame Mm. and it's because someone, you know, you've been through sexual abuse with someone and then you're not speaking about it or owning it to yourself, like being true to yourself at least. Yes. Right? Get into that place. What happens is it's building up tension in your womb space because there's nowhere for it to go because your throat chakra, remember, is the arrow pointing up. So because yes. you're not releasing it, that's why your throat becomes tight. Then you oh. feel that's sort of swelling. Whereas when you speak your truth or you make sounds like what we did at my event yes. and you sing and you allow the divine feminine to come out, your emotion that's there in that womb space releases 
even if you're not speaking about it. Yes. You're releasing it through singing, through chanting, through screaming. And, you know, we need to scream. It's Very like much so. Scream. Mm-hmm. You know, I yes. want to gather the women. I want us to go into the forest and scream and shake and laugh. Because <laughs> that's when we're mostly empowered. Very much so. I will come with you. I would be one of the pack. I would join you, yes. my dear. No, 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 because I really, really think it's very, very um important as women because, I mean, why do we tend to suppress and be so ashamed of our, you know, you know what's happening to us? So many women, we just be very submissive, shame, push things down. But no, we have to howl like the wolves. We really have to connect to that nature in you. So I agree with you 100, 100%. And I'm telling you, listeners, I mean, what Siobhan has there, I mean, I, you know, I'm a person, I'm very, very, um, you know, truthful. It is phenomenal. It really did help me. I saw something differently. I felt different. And this is what I'm saying. So Siobhan, really, I really appreciate what you're saying here because it's needed. It's needed to be to be heard. We need to talk more about it. So. What I would like you to do, I mean, say now uh, uh, a person comes into your, um, for your service who may have sort of lots of problems, trauma, suppressed things. What is the first thing? I just want for the audience to understand, how do you um, work with your clients? Depending on what the client um, expresses and what they feel comfortable to share, um, I will tap into my intuition and trust that I'm guided into knowing what it is that they may need in terms of what may help them. Um, so not what I think they need, but what I'm being guided that I'm being told that will, will possibly help it to be shifted. So some people will come to me and they'll say, oh, you know, I want a womb Reiki session. Um, and I'm like, okay, you can have a womb Reiki session and we can have a consultation. So We'll speak about that. Um, we'll go into a bit of their background and their trauma um, yeah. just so I can feel out, you know, where it is and what's going on for them. I'll take them onto a, a deep journey within through breath work. So they'll breathe. They'll breathe with me. I'll take them on a deep internal breath work where they basically will be breathing like they're birthing a baby. But it's not a baby they're birthing. They're birthing the trauma. They're birthing oh. the ancestral trauma. They're birthing the emotion. They might even have an orgasm because yeah. the, the Shakti is awakening. Um, when you are tapping into that space and doing certain breath work, it can awaken your Shakti, um, which is where your sacral chakra area is and your, it's your sexual energy. Mm-hmm. So um, they might scream, they might cry. Like I said, they might have an orgasm, they might have all three, but all of it is welcomed because that's the divine feminine. And actually the women's, um, most women that I've worked with that come to me with stuff is usually to do with them not being heard, seen or felt. And that usually stems from them being a child or an adolescent or that they come from certain cultural backgrounds where, you know, you're not allowed to speak because you're a woman. Yes, yes. And that problem starts there. So I encourage them to use their voice. And, you know, I did have a client um, that, you know, they had a session with me, but what came up for them is that they also needed inner child one-to-one healing, wow. um, 
where they needed to go into the inner child because the womb raking was so intense with all the other stuff that they'd gone through. But they needed to really sit with the inner child because they've never really given that time to their yes. inner child. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it just depends. Sometimes it will be a continuation of sessions. It might be, you know, okay, they don't feel comfortable to come to a group session, so they'll work with me first. Yes. Then they will come. But then some people prefer to come to a group session because it's not so deep, because one-to-one can be a bit more intense because it's right. just me and that person. Yes. Whereas the group, you know, you don't necessarily have to share and you can kind of not hide, but I guess you kind of can hide parts of yourself because there's so <laughs> many people I have to attend to. Yes. Whereas in a one-to-one, it's like I'm giving you my full undivided attention. Not that I'm not in a ceremony, but I'm limited to doing that because I have to also consider loads of other different energies within the room. Right, um, yes. So yeah, it'll be through sound, sound healing, Reiki, um, breath work. I also give them homework. Well, I don't like to say homework because you know, I'm not in school. <laughs> But, um, you know, I'll give give them, you know, just tasks to kind of do outside where what I found in counselling, even with my students, that, you know, it's all well and good having the counsellor there when you have the session or having the teacher there or whatever role it is that you are. But how do you teach that person to self-cope on their own? Yes. Have the tools on their own. So I encourage my clients to find tools within themselves and also use the tools that I give them to aid them in their day or their lives yes. where they can go about their day, but know what to use and how to find their own way of finding things and, and trusting themselves and not relying on me to give them the answers because that yes. can happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I understand what you're saying there because yes, we can come to a session, but it's a process and we ourselves have to do the work. I think what mostly happens sometimes Siobhan, is people think, okay, come there, fix, fix you. You know, you don't want to fix them. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But not realizing in order to keep that up, they have to practice on themselves, you know, because, yeah, so I do understand what you're what you're saying. So do you um, where do you have do you have um, weekly or monthly sessions? Because I'm sure some listeners who are um, listening to you would like to know more. Where can they get you? Do you have something there to share with the, um, the listeners as how we can you know, can get involved with your um, your your sessions? Is there some place? Yeah, can... so I do do one to one work via zoom online um and i also do physical sessions one-to-one um i do private group sessions um and i also do my womb ceremonies are usually once a month okay um so yeah i usually do those physically um i am moving some of that online um so yeah, there'll be some of that online. Um, and yeah, I'm also building, I'm in the process of birthing some new offerings that um, basically will be where you can go and access it yourself mm-hmm. and go yeah. through it. Um, so it might be like a journey of how to eat um, whilst clearing endometriosis. Um, oh. So what I kind of ate, and then you'll get that package and then you'll go through it. And then at the end, if you wanted like a one-to-one session or another consultation about like, you know, how your journey has changed or what's coming up for you or you want to um, to uh, review it um, or some assistance, then that can be extra. Um, I do distance Reiki online as well because you don't have to physically be with me yes, um, with yes. Reiki. Oh, um, so, yeah, there's a lot of that. There's shamanic sound journeys. Um Yoni steaming also is something that 
Ilfar. Um, so that helps. So could you could you repeat that again? What was that? Could you repeat what you just y- said? Yoni steams. Yeah. What is that? Could so you just yoni steam is where it's herbs. So okay. it will be powerful herbs that can help to clear any blockages. Like so, I basically had a cyst on my left ovary. Yes. And um, one thing actually, I forgot to mention. If I can mention it, because it's you, you the highlight of the highlight of my healing, which I can't believe I actually forgot that. But um, let me just finish explaining the yoni steam. So basically that's like raspberry leaf herbs, which help with menstrual cramps. Um, you know, have other things like lavender, chamomile in there, dandelion root. Um, there's different properties to the herbs of the power in them and how mm-hmm. they can, some help to calm, some help to um, help the blood flow, depending on what it is um, that you've got going on for yourself. Yes. Um, I can recommend a certain herb that would be better. Um, depending on what it is but basically it helps to unblock any blockages within the sacral chakra area any it helps with cysts it helps with fibroids endometriosis menopause um you know past sexual relationships so any people that you've slept with the energy still resides in that that space that's right yes so when you go for actual steam and you steam your face you know you feel amazing Mm -hmm. and your body feels rejuvenated so Imagine steam in the space where we've been told it's disgusting. Yes. You shouldn't even look at it. And it cleanses and it basically opens up your fallopian tubes. So mm-hmm. if there's any blockages, it helps with infertility as well. Wow. Um, and yeah, it just clears and it's cleansing. You can do it up to like three times a month. Some people intuitively do it. Some people will say, no, you're meant to only do it this way. But I'm someone I'm very intuitively guided and I believe that your intuition knows what to do. Very I'm much. allowed to do it don't do a yoni steam if you're pregnant or um, on your menstrual cycle, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, moving on to what I wanted to express in terms of the biggest part of my journey, which I found that I've been continuing with, as well as the food, the diet, speaking my truth, journaling, you know, facing fears was yoga. Oh. Prana space. Mm-hmm. So Prana Space is in Stratford and in the UK. And my beautiful sis and teacher, um, Anna, mm-hmm. has really helped me through breath work. And what she taught me was breathing, not just breathing because we, like right now we're breathing, me and you. Mm-hmm. Consciously breathing mm-hmm. is a whole different ballgame. It allows you to breathe into that trauma. So as well as me doing the womb Reiki, um, which came later on, um, she taught me that through the way that she teaches yoga, through vinyasa and um, power yoga and slow, deep yoga. And, you know, she's got this class called I Am Woman, which is so powerful. Wow. And the I Am Woman class for me is my favorite one. Okay. Um, It really helped me to trust women again because I was in a space where I was uncomfortable with my body. Um, I felt that, you know, I couldn't move my body in a certain way because I was so inflicted with the fear of the doctors and pain 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 so you yes. start living from oh I have endometriosis mm-hmm. when you actually say and it's something Anna also said to me which she's also very powerful she said to me stop saying my endometriosis address it as the endometriosis right something that is passing through you but coming to teach you something mm-hmm. and also because of her amazing story which you know, at some point, one of you guys may hear, um, helped and encouraged me that I'm not the only person because sometimes you can feel like you're going mad and 
that, you know, why is it we're so inflicted with take this medication, do this, do this, do this, do that. Even my own family and friends saying to me, well, you know, then you're not going to be able to have children. What? But there must be a natural way. Yes, yes. Because how do plants die (laughs) and then come back to life? Exactly. A tree that dies in winter. So surely I can do the same thing. So with the yoga, what helped me was the pigeon pose. So the pigeon pose, the child pose. Yes. And the goddess pose of the squat really helped me. um, And a few of her stuff that she does um, and other yoga poses that most people would know. But doing those, what happened in her class, the cyst popped. Oh. And I felt it and I said it to her. And I really felt in that moment that it had gone. Yes, yes. And I've started to trust my body and I started to talk to myself more and more. And I realized that the endometriosis is gone because now I don't, I'm, uh, I don't, I'm not in pain. I don't throw up. I can plan things. Yes. You know, sometimes the fear still comes up. I'm like, oh gosh, are we still yeah. here? Or like, <laughs> if I fall off and I'm like, maybe yeah. I do want that chocolate. But yeah, cutting out alcohol, all these different things, um, it causes inflammation. And the last thing that helped me was mm-hmm. cacao ceremonial oh. cacao from Peru mm-hmm. it with inflammation it also helps the heart chakra wow grandmother spirit um and yeah drinking that every day putting rose petals in there these are natural remedies from the earth that's right yes yes and that's oh. what we must try to understand that there are other ways you know mm-hmm. and and praying and grounding um yes Oh, you know, this, I mean, you're, you're speaking my language and this is why I think we, we, this is why we connected because I am so much into the herbal stuff going to, going, you know, to the natural stuff from what I've experienced in the past, you know, the cancer and all this sort of thing. It just helped me to really listen to myself, listen to my body. As I stopped taking all the medication, the doctors, just as you're saying, was telling me to take, take, take. I said, no, I'm going to heal myself. How? With my mind. You know, with that sort of attitude to life. So this is where I think us women really need to come together and realize our body is so sacred and really, you know, keep it in that sort of way. But just as you said, there are so many distractions out there saying this is good for you, that's good for you. So we do get a bit, you know, derailed, if you want to say, uh, with exactly what's good for us. And just as you, um, um, Siobhan is saying, got to listen to yourself, that inner child, that wound. So really and truly, it's absolutely fantastic. What I would like now, is there anything that you feel before we leave, before we wrap up, that you feel you would like to share with the audience, you know, et cetera, um, perhaps, you know, your weekly, some contact details or something, although I would put it there, but I think sometimes it's good just to say, where's the best place to contact you if anyone wants to um, come to your event or learn more about your services, um, Siobhan? Yeah, I would say that you could find me um, on my website, which is www.freethyself.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have an Instagram page, um, which is number free, and then the word free as in like free like a bird, um, thyself. Um, you know, you can email me as well. It's all on my website. Um, I also do spoken word and poetry. Um, so that also is on my website I believe um but it's all on my socials um I also have a song that I well I guess it's not a song it's more of a medicine meditation um oh. like a chant a shamanic chant 
um, mm. that comes through to me. Um, you can find that on Spotify. It's on YouTube. Um, it's called Surrender to Thy Soul. Um, so there's an African drummer playing the dr- African drums. Wow. Um, and then I'm playing my shamanic drum and also making ancestral sounds. Um, and you can just use that to connect with yourself or if you want a little meditation, put some incense on. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you can just have a conversation with me. We can book a consultation if you feel interested or call a line to work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm open to opportunities and especially international opportunities. I'm here for it. You know, a girl like me wants to travel. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. I mean, with, you know, with uh, such, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, um, with such, yeah, with such skills and, and 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 that feeling, I think yes, you know, that femininity, you know, really getting that divineness. I mean, a lot of women, I'm sure, you know, now we are waking up. That is not just the the medications that doctors and things give us, but we're also waking up to that true feminine self, you know, that self within ourselves, and that's where I think it's really coming coming about. So, yeah, so. What I would like um, you, just before we wrap up, I just want to ask you now, is there any other thing you feel that you should share with the audience? Because there's a question I just want to put forward to you before we wrap up. I just want to find anything else that you think is essential for our listeners um, to really um, go by. Anything you can share there before we wrap up? I would just say what's coming from my heart is to just know that you can heal thyself. And when you trust thyself, you can free thyself. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, really, it was really a great, great pleasure. I mean, there's so many things that, you know, we are here to learn from each other. So I thank you humbly for being on Today I'm Alive. So what I would like to ask you now, that word, Today I'm Alive, when you hear that, what does it say to you, Today I'm Alive? What what comes to you that you are here right now alive to share what you're able to share um, with us, um, Siobhan? What comes from that is that I feel empowerment and gratitude and trust and pure love unconditional love of life because life is so powerful and so amazing in so many ways even through the challenges and the shadows and the darkness and the dark night of the soul you rise and you eventually get to the light and we're made of yin and yang there has to be light and there has to be dark you know it's not all love light and fairies yes but you use that darkness to ignite you to push you, to propel you forward, to use that pain, to help change the world and also to make an impact because fire is an element of that, you know, is, is, is a, basically is an element which is just so powerful. And, you know, even with fire, you can fear fire, but fire can also get rid of so many negativity, so much negativity, basically, in terms of like, you know, if you want to write something down, you want to let go, you put it into the fire and you burn it and you release that energy. Okay. So it's how you view life. And I'm grateful that I can say I've been through these storms and I'm currently going through storms. And just because I do this work doesn't mean I don't still have challenges and I can still rise. Thank you. Know, you. you get to choose. Um, so I give thanks for life. Oh, well, thank you so much for being on Today My Life. It was really absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. I'm your host, Margaret Aberdeen. Tune in next week for another rocketing episode of Today I'm Alive. Share with your friends and family and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To hire me for talks and events, please email me at info at Thanks for listening.
Today I'm alive. Today I'm alive. And I'm feeling good.